0: Hi, welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse Podcast. I am so grateful that you are here listening to this episode. Before I dive into the episode and introduce you to my guests, I would like to ask you if you've listened to the podcast and you enjoy it, would you please head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review, which helps us show the podcast to more people. And I just Really, really appreciate it. Um, I'm so grateful for all the you know kind words I hear from listeners just like you, and I would just be so grateful if you would leave that on iTunes also. So today I get to introduce you to a friend of mine. Her name is Erin Taylor. She is a systems guru. At least that's what I call her. Uh, she knows all the things about systems, and I'm just so excited. So Erin and I met on Instagram. I think, or maybe over email a few months ago. And since then, I've just really come to appreciate all of her knowledge about systems. And she was also a guest in my mastermind community where she shared some tips and tricks for those women, those shop owners to just make everything run smoother. And I will tell you, after five years in business, the thing I value the most are the systems and processes I have in place, and that is the thing that the clients tend to appreciate. And I know with a product-based business, there are a lot of moving parts. So anytime you can streamline, you can like have a repeatable checklist, it makes your life so much easier and just makes getting orders out the door easier, it makes getting you know new products fulfilled easier, and just makes life easier in general. So let me introduce you to Erin. She says, after 10 years of analyzing and managing multi-million dollar projects for large corporations, I started Ambitious Solutions to remove the stress and anxiety small business owners feel when they look at their large list of to-dos. I realigned the knowledge and training I gained in the corporate world and apply it with entrepreneurs in mind. I transformed those unorganized tasks into organized online scheduling system, making it easy to see top priority items, simple to delegate, and align with goals so that you can make money faster. When I'm not working, I'm spending time with my husband and our two dogs in Charleston, South Carolina. She's just the greatest. Um, So let me go ahead and introduce you to Erin Taylor. Welcome to the Product Powerhouse Podcast, where we talk about what it's like to run a product-based business. We'll be sharing specific, actionable tips for your online store, chatting with other shop owners to go behind the scenes of their successful product-based businesses, and having a blast talking shop. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I'm the founder of Alexander Design Company, a web design and marketing agency for e-commerce businesses. We work with incredible entrepreneurs to create an unforgettable online presence for their shop. Now grab a nice coffee and let's chat. Hi, Erin. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. No problem. I've yet to have another Erin on, so this is going to be fun.
1: <laughs> I know. Let's see how many times you can say Erin during this whole podcast.
0: <laughs> that makes me think. My daughter doesn't understand like that Erin is not Erin. Like, I'm like, i oh. got to run errands. She's like, what? <laughs> Every yep. time we say that word, she's like, what? It's so mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> I would just love if you would start by telling us a little bit about you because I know not everyone has met you
1: yet who's going to be listening mm-hmm. and they need to know about you. Yeah. All right. Well, my name's Erin. I grew up in the Midwest, but my husband and I loved the beach so much. We just relocated. So now I'm in Charleston, South Carolina with our two dogs. Um, I was in the corporate world for 10 years. Most of that time, I was either a business analyst or a project manager. And I'd say probably the last three years, it just, it wasn't as fulfilling for me as it had been. Um, So I started thinking about owning my own company rather than climbing the corporate ladder. And I made that leap in January of this year, not knowing that a pandemic would happen, but it's been a, a learning process. And so I launched Ambitious Solutions in March. And I help product-based businesses streamline their work by moving their to-do list from paper to online, which really just helps them avoid a lot of costly mistakes and also lets them reach their goals faster because they're focused on the work that really matters.
0: Yes, that's so important. And you really help them like on creating systems and processes and workflows and things like that so that they're using their time more efficiently than just like, what do, what was I supposed to do next, right?
1: Right. So yeah, during our process, not only am I going to get all that stuff out of their head and off those post-it notes, but we're basically going to work through and I'm going to start building the system for them so they can manage it. So they know what's coming up on their to-dos the next week and they know it's the right work to do and not busy work. That's so important.
0: I feel like we're going to talk about this, but it makes me wonder, do you have a favorite project management tool? I know there's so many out there, but which one's your favorite?
1: So right now I use ClickUp. And I found ClickUp this summer. um, I switched from Asana to ClickUp, which both are good tools. But really, I liked um, ClickUp not only because they're continually improving their tool, but a lot of the functions that I find really useful are on their free version, which is always great for people starting out before they want to make that leap to a paid version. Yeah, yeah. And so they've got all of the ways you can manage your different areas of work in lists and then roll that up to a calendar view so you can truly see what's on your plate next week and not look at that massive list and just look at what you need to do today.
0: Yes, I will admit that I have tried all of them. Like I I was on Trello for a long time. I loved Uh Trello. I tried Asana. I tried ClickUp and I like things about all of them. I really liked ClickUp but I, I couldn't make it work the way I wanted. It was like too complicated. So I went back to Asana. Gotcha. But now, so now I'm using Asana and it's working really well because I actually like implemented all the steps, but I think that they, all of them have amazing things and
1: it's really, really cool. (laughs) They do. And I think it's really just finding the system that works for you and then owning it. Cause I think a lot of times people want to jump in and they're like this is weird let's try something else and that constant moving around obviously you're not going to be productive if you're continually changing systems so I think it's important to pick one and at least stick to it for a few months before you make a switch
0: yes that that's another reason why I actually ended on Asana was because my biz bestie was using Asana and so we could share things back and forth because we have similar businesses and so it was like she's already there like Doing half the work for me. (laughs) So that's why I (laughs) just jumped in full force and my team uses it and it's really, really great. So, yeah, you're right. You just have to find the one that's going to work for you and that you're willing to use.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, what are some of the systems that you feel like product based businesses are lacking or what are the ones that keep coming up when you're working with your clients?
1: So, a Work management tool is probably number one because it's just default for people who are creatives. They want to write things down on lists, they want to use those pretty planners. And so that transition from going from paper to online is a big leap. I think everyone knows they need a website, they need the the site where people can pay, you know, but um, the work management is big and then managing your uh, customers. Somewhere is important as well. as so your CRM, whether that's the same tool initially or you go ahead and go with a different tool. I think a lot of times, starting small, some of these, you know, your CRMs, your work management, and your filing systems or documents can all be in one tool. But when you want the best of breed for each of those areas, you're probably going to end up with two to three tools.
0: Yeah, that's really true. I know a lot of times I get. Customers who haven't started working through their like CRM tool, like they haven't signed up for a customer management tool. And so I'm like, well, how are you talking to them already? A lot of time, you know, they're just emailing back and forth. So I'm like, let's keep it simple and keep it in email until you're ready to actually commit to a system that's going to work for you. Mm -hmm. Because I am, I know for sure that they're all keeping their product-based to-do list in their head. Even mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. even my clients keep their inventory in their head. They're like, I don't know how many of those. I think I have five. And I'm like, You need a spreadsheet, Ooh. hun. Like, let's make a spreadsheet. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm I I was not a spreadsheet person, but now I'm like, hold on, let's
1: make a spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, I love spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets. <laughs> usually usually that's my default. And then I find out later it probably should have been done in something else, but I'll start with a spreadsheet.
0: Yeah. Well, at least it helps you get your brain like organized before you jump into a tool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just any, any online software, it's going to be easier to copy and paste than have to rewrite something over and over again. Yeah. Yes. So true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I will do anything to copy and paste and not have to write something because that's when I'll make a mistake.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, So easy to misplace when you're writing things down. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like, oh, well, I made a note to call back a client and then that ended up getting covered up by this magazine and this other notebook. And then I realized three weeks later, I basically lost business because I didn't have it online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a hard transition.
0: It really is. I used to do this and I've gotten out of the habit, but now I need to do it is I do, I still do a paper brain dump every at the start of every week. I actually did mine because we're recording on a Monday. So I did mine Sunday night, which I usually do first thing Monday morning. But then I need to take that brain dump and put it into Asana for me or whatever your project management tool is so that you're not just relying on the paper. Because I actually have two notebooks and depending on which (laughs) one is closest to me, I have no idea where the stuff is. I just grab one and start writing. But
1: yeah. And I find that paper is usually easier for people to do a brain dump on. And so that's that's part of the process when I work with somebody is we will do a paper brain dump just for them to start getting it out there. Uh, and then we move all of that online into a folder called brain dump, basically, mm-hmm. and schedule from there. And so the, nice. goal is in the habit of actually doing your brain dump online versus paper. I mean, you can still... If you want to write and then transition over to your folder, you can. But then it's all in this backlog where you're not actually looking at this massive, overwhelming to-do list all the time. You just pull from that. So I do my scheduling. I do it on a two-week basis instead of a one-week. And so that's when I'll go into my backlog and just start pulling things out that I need to do over the next two weeks. And then that's all I have to look at instead of this huge list.
0: That is so smart. This is why more people need you in their your life, their (laughs) life.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was uh yeah, lesson learned from years ago. I was a paper person too. (laughs) Yeah. So what
0: can you walk us through a little more of that process you do go through with your clients? Because that sounds really interesting.
1: Sure. Yeah. Usually so everything starts with a free call just to make sure that we're a good fit. And then from there, I do a like a one hour deep dive. And that's really for me to get into their business and understand where their struggles are and where they are in growing their business. So I'll ask a ton of questions there and probably get a lot of the brain dump myself so I can start prepping their system. And that's also where we'll work through what system they want to use if they're not already, if they haven't already decided on one. And then I do a back to back half day. Workshop with them, so it'll be two days. Sessions in the morning where we just sit there and work through their entire backlog. Make sure we have everything. Go through priorities. Talk about how to estimate how long tasks will take. Tasks will take, and then break those tasks down if needed, and make sure to really that all of that work is aligned back up to their big picture goal. And um, and through that prioritization is where we'll get how we plan out there next month, two months, three months, depending on what they need. Um, And then about a few days after we meet, I turn over their whole system for them with that backlog already prepped for them, their next weeks planned out for them. And then I circle back two weeks later and we do their first lessons learned together. So how did the last two weeks go? What did you learn? Did we estimate properly how long all this work will take? And what do we need to adjust moving forward? So really that accountability checkpoint before they get going on their own.
0: Oh, man, that sounds amazing. I think I need you. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds really cool. So once they're done working with you, then they have like a full system that they can keep using on and on, you know, as the weeks go on. So do they usually just work with you one time or do you check in with them like three or four months down the road to make
1: sure it's still working? Um, I mean, I like to check in just to make sure they're okay. But really, if they're rolling, they're good to go forever. I do have accountability add-ons that they can do if they want to continue that process for me to check in and help them adjust as they continue to grow. Maybe add more team members or their orders are just massive. Maybe it's coming up a holiday season and they want just another refresher. I can do all of that. Yeah, that sounds so,
0: so powerful for shop owners because I know, especially in the holiday season, like they just get overwhelmed with orders and they can't keep up and they don't know, like once you start getting in that flow of not being able to keep up, you, it's like you throw all thought out the window. You're just like running on like panic mode and just trying to get to <laughs> yeah. the next thing. But having that all outlined and having it all processed pre prior to getting that is just invaluable.
1: Yeah and I think it's really important too especially with product based businesses when you have those holiday seasons throughout the year really you mm-hmm. know your summer sales your your big holiday sales but a lot of what we can do if you know about those in advance is create templates so when it comes yeah. to that point in the year you can pull up your template and make adjustments and then you've already got it because we did that work up front
0: so important oh wow so are there types <laughs> of shop owners that aren't a good fit for working with you, like, or is everyone need you?
1: Um, I guess people who are against using technology. I don't think we do. <laughs> <the fit. laughs> no, in general, <laughs> as long as people are open to a new approach and willing to learn and a- answer my sometimes challenging questions during these two days, like I'm always open to a conversation.
0: Yeah, I bet that makes me laugh about if they're not. <laughs>
1: Really tasty, <laughs> so. yeah. That's that's a deal breaker.
0: <laughs> yeah, I am just like I just know how valuable this is for shop owners. Like seriously, I work with six figure big business owners who couldn't tell you how much inventory they have, or they don't know like where they are in the process, or they've forgotten where they are in the custom process, or they missed an order because they didn't have it outlined, and it used to like make me cringe. And like, I would almost feel guilty about their lack of systems. Like, oh my gosh, how could you survive without
1: that? (laughs) Well, and I really think until you know, you don't know, you know? Yeah, exactly. A lot of these product-based businesses have gone from a hobby to a business, but they're kind of in those almost like teenage years and it's kind of awkward and they're moving to that adulthood phase where Mm -hmm. they're learning all the systems. Oh, I need a real website what is SEO, you know, um, need to organize everything and run it like a business. So I can be a CEO rather than just, you know, a maker.
0: That is so true. Oh, so true. I also think back to the other, like I've worked in agencies or businesses where I was just a part of a team. Like, uh, my last job, I was the designer at a print shop. And before that I was in a, um, I was like on a team, a design team, and we didn't even have system and processes in that place. And they were like corporation style businesses. (laughs) Like, so I think that there's a lot of room for this. And I truly didn't understand what it meant to systemize something until probably like six years ago Mm -hmm. when I did my first like entrance into business. And I did a network marketing type business and they were like, you need to create a system. And I'm like, I don't know what that means.
1: (laughs) What is that? (laughs) You're on the side Googling systems for business.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But if they had just used the word routine, I would have known what they meant, you know, Mm -hmm. like, because really it's getting into the same routine and the same steps every time you do something. It makes me think of, have you read Atomic Habits by James Clear? I have. Yeah. I love that book and the way he talks about like habit stacking, but those are the types of things you can do in your business also to get yourself on a system when at first it just feels like you're flying by the seat of your pants.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I know that if, you know, you're not on a system, I would definitely recommend his philosophy of pick a system and go in there for five to 10 minutes every day and play around. And within two weeks, if you're continually adding more time, you're going to feel a little bit more comfortable and then you can make the big leap and move online. Yeah, that's really good.
0: Okay. So you have been working on something to help clients kind of go through this process on your, like on their own without, before they hire you. Right. So can you tell us a little bit about
1: that? Exactly. So I just finished recording a five-day mini course to transform your to-do list. So this process will, each day you'll get a new video with some training from me that'll give you background on what I'm talking about and why it's important. And then I'll give you some homework to complete before the next day. So within five days, you'll have your to-do list on paper into an online system, ideally.
0: That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, it'll be free. uh, Probably launch. Well, I'm going on vacation later this week. So it might not be until next week that it's available, but I'm sure by the time this releases, it'll be free. Yeah,
0: it'll be available by the time we, that really sounds so cool because you're going to help them like basically do what you do.
1: Right. We won't go, I won't go into the, a lot of the details that I would in person, but it's Mm -hmm. going to be really a baseline of how to transition from paper to an online system with each day having little bit of pieces to complete. So the videos themselves, I think range from five to 15 minutes, but then the homework is going to take them a little bit longer each day.
0: Yeah. That's going to be really valuable for every shop owner who, or product-based business who grabs that because it's going to help them stop feeling like they have to keep everything in their head and just get a little bit of relief by having that online system.
1: Right. Even, even going through that and learning the knowledge of why I'm telling people to go from paper to an online might be beneficial, even if they don't feel like they're quite ready to make that leap yeah that's
0: really cool and they can get that on your website at ambitious solutions.com right
1: ambitious-solutions.com
0: and i will put that in the show notes so that it's easy to find you don't have to remember if there's a dash or not perfect awesome okay so on this podcast i love to ask everyone whether you're a shop owner or a service provider to give us a little insight about the real life stuff happening in your business. So is there something right now that you're currently learning that's going to help you move your business to the next level? Do you want to give us a little sneak peek oh. into your actual business?
1: Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, I feel like that first year of business, at least on this end is nothing is perfect and nothing goes perfect. And you learn that, you know, nothing. <laughs> and There's so much to learn, you know, you're an expert in your little piece of the world. And when you're owning your own business, it's a constant improvement of yourself. So right now I'd say I'm really focusing on marketing and refining my messaging. Online space is very loud. And so if you want to be heard, you really need to make sure that you're focusing your messaging to the people that need it so they can find you. And that's really what I've been working on the last month.
0: That's really insightful. Online business is very loud and it's easy to get distracted by all the noise and all the commotion mm-hmm. instead of like honing in and being really clear on what you're doing. So mm-hmm. that is beautiful insight. And I just can't wait to see what's next for mm-hmm. you because like I mean, I'm already ready to book a discovery call with you and help you get my assistance in check. Oh yeah, we can do that. <laughs> and I'm not product based, <laughs> but okay. So we kind of touched on this a little bit. They can find you at your website. Where else can they find you online to hang out with you
1: after this episode is over? I am most active on Instagram and you can find me at ambitious solutions. That's all one word on Instagram.
0: Nice. I love Instagram. That's actually where we met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. Well, Erin, this conversation has been so wonderful. I know that that so many so many of these shop owners are going to be in that situation where you're talking about where they don't even know that they don't know or they don't have a system. They think that they're doing it the best they can, and then they're going to learn how to streamline and organize and get that online so that they're not just always having to keep everything in their brain <laughs> all
1: the time. Right. Yeah. And my goal is hopefully to find them before something bad happens that makes them realize that, right? Yeah. Um, that at least the knowledge that I'm feeling too overwhelmed, I'm feeling like I might drop the ball. That's more of a trigger to say, I need to adjust something within my business rather than a loss of money or <laughs> disappointing a customer.
0: Yeah. A bad reviewer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a great, that's the ideal time for sure. Right. I, I think, I think all of my system changes have come when I'm just feeling like oh I'm gonna make someone mad if I don't get my things together
1: (laughs) right (laughs) yeah
0: thank you so much for being on the show today I know everyone's gonna love this episode it's gonna be really fun and I'm just so grateful you
1: wanted to be on today thank you so much for having me this was fun I'm excited to get to know more people in your community
0: building visibility for an online store is a full-time job on its own Big name stores have entire marketing departments for this exact reason, but you don't need a full team to see big results. What you need right now are simple and quick ways to give your store a visibility boost without adding more to your mile-long to-do list. That's exactly why we created the free five ways to boost your shop SEO PDF so that online shop owners just like you can improve visibility and get more eyes on your shop without any additional stress. These five tasks will give your store a juicy SEO boost to help you show up for the people who are already looking for you without touching any code or having a background in search engine optimization. Head over to productpowerhousepodcast.com to grab your free copy and give your shop the visibility boost it needs today. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to dig a little deeper into this episode, come join us in the product powerhouse community on Facebook. It's the best place to go to find the perfect partner for your next collaboration, get additional support and trainings, and just hang out with other shop owners. You can be a part of our circle by visiting alexanderdesignco.com slash community or search for product powerhouse community on Facebook. And if you really loved this episode, open up your podcast app and leave a rating and review. Each review makes it that much easier for other shop owners to find us and get in on this action.